Okay. If you love me, won't you say something? If you love me, won't you? Won't you? Love me, won't you say something? If you love me, won't you? Love me, won't you? If you love me, won't you say something? If you love me, won't you? Won't you? Love me, won't you say something? If you love me, won't you? All right. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Making Moves with Mikey. I'm your host, Mikey Messina, and I hope everyone has been well. For today's guest, I have Mr. Julius Alejandro. He graduated from SDSU with a bachelor's in sociology and earned a master of science in organizational leadership. He has over 10 years of experience in the nonprofit sector. He is the founder of Village Up, an original initiative to increase diversity and access in the San Diego innovation economy. Also, a co-founder and chief strategy officer of a tech startup, Dipster LLC. As a leadership and organizational expert, Julius works closely with the entrepreneurship education programs in San Diego. What is up, Julius? Yo, what's going on, man? It's been a doing while. well, doing well. Yeah, it has definitely been a while. Thank you for joining us this morning and uh, sharing your insight. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, as long as I got this, I'm straight. Yeah, we both got our coffees here, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, as tradition with Making Moves and Mikey podcasts, uh, Julius, I asked my guests how they were able to make moves for themselves. So it could be a goal that you achieved maybe this morning, yesterday, or even oh. last week. And yeah. uh, it could be something as small as, hey, I exercise this morning or uh, something as big as, hey, I, I hit my uh, company goal uh, for my startup. So with that, how are you able to make moves for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this past week, I mean, um, as you mentioned, this is the little things, right? I just presented at, at my first academic conference, but it wasn't that. It was actually helping one, one of my mentees um, fill out a W-9 form because she reads she received um, um, what's called some competition money for mm. her startup. And yeah. she was like worried. I'm like, oh, yo, it was easy. I've, I've been doing that for years, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, just guiding her, teaching her that, you know, to help prepare her. Like, you know, mm -hmm. give someone a fish or you give them like a pole, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So so that was awesome. Just teaching teaching her, especially like you fill out this W-9 because mm -hmm. then you go IRS, you pay, you know, so all these things. And she's like, wow. So she's able to understand the whole the whole thing, you know, so it's, that was yeah. cool. It's like, you know, just a little to me, to me, it's a little thing because I'm used to it, but heard is a big thing, you know, so it's right. pretty meaningful. Yeah. Know? And, and you don't really notice that until it makes that impact, right? It's those little things that you do for others where it's like the biggest thing for them. Cause when it comes to taxes, I mean, that's huge filing a W9 and making sure that's there. Cause that may be huge for that specific um, individual. Yeah. So that's great, man. Yeah. You said that you uh, spoke to in a conference or, or how many people were there? Um, over a thousand globally. It was a virtual conference and it was yeah. worldwide. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's called the California entrepreneurship educators conference. Whoa. Um, but last year they pivot to virtual, which they open up. And then, so basically, yeah, I had someone from like uh, one of my attendees was from Kenya, you know, yeah. and then South Korea. So far, I'm like, wow, this is interesting. UK, oh yeah, UK, you know, someone from LinkedIn just sent me like, hey, I attended your, I attended your um, presentation. I'm like, wow, this is this is so cool. Like, yeah, you get to with this new virtual world that we're in. You're not 
just affecting people within like a, a local uh, event, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're zooming in to people that are in different countries, different cities, different time zones, right? I'm sure they have to adjust it to that way they're here to hear your conference. So that's yeah. cool. How does that feel for you to just make that impact with others in different countries and cities like that? Yeah, so what's called, I got invited through a, a friend um, and, you know, and also what's called a, a client. Uh, it was through my consulting gig. Um, so these are educators. These are, you know, doc, these are have doctorates. Um, so I, and I created basically a, a leadership program, you know, an innovative leadership program for uh, Mer the direct innovation lab at Miramar College, mm -hmm. basically the role play student in a 10 week course. I mean, no, not 10 day course, sorry, 10 day course, two weeks mm -hmm. and um, immerse students in simulation. So basically simulating the entrepreneurship journey in two weeks. Mm. And what's called, we did collect the data. And then um, Tanya Hertz, uh, the director, invited me like, hey, would you like to co-present with me? I'm like, wow, okay. I, don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a professor, but like, cool, I would love to. And then I found out we were presenting with other people. So I presented with uh, what's called a manager from Apple, you know? What? You know, and then someone from Penn State. Okay. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, the guy from National City, you know, represent. Yeah. You know, in the car, which is awesome. It's kind of like, wow, this is so interesting. Like, yeah. you know, like, like I never thought of presenting an academic conference, especially with like these brands, you know, yeah. academic yeah. and institutional brand. But, you know, it was awesome. You know, we were real professional and, you know, I, I love learning what they were teaching, you know, mm -hmm. the same theme of in a, you, using um, te emerging technology to teach um, students. So, so that was cool. That was a good experience, it, you know, humbling and, it was just a good experience. Just like, wow, I get to present with, you know, yeah. State and Apple. So did you find out right when she was like, hey, I'm going to have you on this conference. And by the way, you're also going to have so-and-so and so-and-so from Apple and Penn State. No, that, um, they were organizing it. They were placing okay. between. So Tanya and I, we were ready for our part, you know, you know, right. the PowerPoint and everything. And then, so we got the list. So we had to do the orientation. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, oh, by the way, I'm here are your groups, you know, <laughs> like based upon the subject, you know, yeah. like like our our submission, you know, mm -hmm. our submissions. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 Apple. wait, what? I was like, Apple. that's when you're like, seeing it. <laughs> like, like, like the manager of Apple, you know, he's like marketing manager or right. you know, innovation. Like, yeah, I was just like, wow, he's a, like an ex like a manager executive at Apple. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not someone you see here in the stores. Yeah, he's actually making moves. I'm like, dang. Like, yeah. So hey, look at that awesome. making moves plug. That's what I'm talking about. So that's cool. I connected with him on LinkedIn. So I'm like, hey, who knows, right? Yeah, you never yeah, know who hey. you're going to be able to connect to and and be with, and yet alone uh, share a spotlight with, right? So that's super exciting news, Julius. Um, hey, talk about a little bit uh, with Dipster LLC or or your your yeah. startup tech company like what exactly do you guys focus on yeah yeah so okay so i have to be clear um we're on we're, it's called stealth mode it's something in 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 what's called in the startup world means we exist but our product is still under the table it's basically an app i can only share for right now in this reporting it's an app to help um uh, businesses mm -hmm. you know, especially with 
during this time and especially when we go back to whatever new normalcy is. Mm -hmm. um, we're really excited. Uh, me, my shout out to my co-founder Romel Romero. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for so we're we're, we're working diligently behind the scene. I know for me, like, you know, really talking to these businesses, and understanding what's going on with them, and yeah, it's um, we're really excited to launch. We'll be launching um, late 2021 this year. Or this recording, ah, that's yeah, awesome. That's exciting. Well, this is a plug right here. You guys are hearing it on Making Moves with Mikey. So make sure you guys stay updated with that. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's super exciting. It, it's been good. You know, like um, our developer, like he's showing us snippets and, and he's good. The guy's good. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really excited for the, for it to be like, okay, it's ready to go. It's in the, it's in the store. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. In, in looking at a lot of your, so I, I've done some research on you myself, just on YouTube, just the different websites, you know, Startup San Diego, different things that you were involved in. And a lot of the theme that I was really seeing throughout reading and watching videos is that uh, you have a lot of students, creators, and companies, and maybe just new entrepreneurs that are trying to understand how this new tech world starts, right? Or just yeah. even how to be successful in a business um, because maybe they don't know where to start and you have all those tools and resources to really help them. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure you till this day are a student yourself. So you're, you're still continuing to grow and grow and grow. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that um, because that's going to segue into the the meat and the theme of what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. But um, how, how exactly do you help these young artists or businesses evolve and what's your what's your main goal with that yeah so <clears throat> i like to say i do a lot of resource management it's about resources mm -hmm. you know i think this is the thing they have the idea so all the students that i helped and those who i specifically mentor mm -hmm. uh, directly they have an idea they they know what they want it's mm -hmm. the how it's always the how and it's always those little details to get to you know what they need to do to achieve that's it you know it's you know it's not the grinds there you know, especially the ones um i take under my wing you know, I, I i see i see the grind i see the you know i see the drive i know that's that's not an issue it's right. the details like uh, where to go to get what they need to make it happen the in-betweens you know? You know, seriously, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And let's just my involvement. Um, so so going back, um, my background is community organizing, you know, mm -hmm. the Filipino American community here in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first thing, you know, like when I got involved was my one of my one of my first mentors in the what's called in in the community space. You know, I came from AS, I was AS ASO president of Southern College. So I'm used to like money established right like everything is like established so i asked him like mm -hmm. more like what's called what's the budget you know <laughs> like straight up like what's the budget for this event and yeah. he just looked at me and he goes how much you got in your pocket and i and that that was the theme of community organizing like wow, wow. like here's me coming from like you know in you know at that time i was in college where I had half a million dollars. I, I know how money moves, you know, how to get events. And now I'm in the community. And next day, this guy's telling me like, um, you got paid for it, bro. Wow. <laughs> you know? And I'm just, so, but, but 
it allowed me to what's called um, to be a little scrappy and be art. I did at that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was being taught entrepreneurship. Ah, you told me how to build a relationship, how to leverage existing resources and partnerships, and right. so forth, and how to raise money from the community from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So all these things I've been doing in the Philippine community, like it was foundations. So. You know, so that's why um, when I got into the startup community in 2016, it was just like, I know what to do. I know how to make connections, how to build relationships, you know, how to connect dots, you mm-hmm. know, who, who's who, who's the players, who are the who, what are the institutions that have what, that can do what, and how to get it, so yeah. forth. So all those things were so, it's natural and that template of how to like, how to make moves, you know, like, yeah, no. it, you know, so it was natural. So I really knew what to do. So, and for me, I started a nonprofit emerging leaders Institute from mm-hmm. 2013, 2016. And I shut it down because it wasn't doing anything, you know, like, I'm like, you know what, even though it was great, it wasn't mm-hmm. growing, mm-hmm. but I didn't have that what's called um, business acumen at that time you know right, like, right. i was more driven by passion mm-hmm. than what's called than the business side because yeah. when i got started up they are straight up they're like how you make money they are straight up they're, they're like that's great like, like how you make money how you gonna how you gonna pay yourself and i'm like whoa i'm wow. you know? <laughs> no but it was like no these are valid questions but for me at that time you know i was like I'm just trying to start up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Or like, I just want to help people. Like, yeah, that's great. But you know, how how you gonna grow? Like, I was like all these new concepts, right? So I was just like, oh, this is like they're straight up. Like, you know, you know, cut, you know, cut to the chase. Let's get to it. I'm like, wow. Uh And it took it took me, you know, it took me a while to understand. Now I I totally get it. By that time, it was just like, dang, this is how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty straight up. Straight up. Like, you know, you know, you, you have the metrics, you know what to do on that part, the business part, you don't, you know? Yeah. See, that's, that's very interesting. Cause w- one of the things that we see nowadays, especially as humans is that when it gets to uh, a new goal or a new passion, uh, we always know what it is like we have a sum of what exactly it is and we have this idea of what success looks like right like hey i'm gonna be a millionaire uh but i don't know what i'm gonna do to get to that step right or hey i'm gonna own like 10 cars but i'm not gonna talk about or even know what the process is to get those 10 cars right or i'm gonna start a podcast but and i'm gonna have so many people tuning in listening into my podcast but i don't know how i'm gonna do all the extra steps right and the reason for that is because uh, we just want that instant gratification of making things mm, work. Mm, mm. But there's this huge area of opportunity of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable because we're always going to be uncomfortable in situations when it comes to creating a startup company because you don't know all the ands, if, or buts, yeah. or just anything in general, which goes into the theme of our actual podcast today. And it is that it's getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I'm sure in your line of work, especially with working with new startups, new individuals, new creators, you see a lot of this, right? Because yeah. you see their goal, cool, but now you have to allocate them to resources to make sure that they do 
find yeah. that success, right? And they grow that foundation. So let me ask you, Julius, what does that mean to you? What does getting comfortable being uncomfortable mean to you? Oh, sorry, this is my dog yeah, right here. Know, you know? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go way beginning. So I got involved with the startup com- startup community in 2016, right? Uh-huh. I went to the uh, when Startup San Diego, the nonprofit that hosts uh, San Diego Startup Week, became an mm-hmm. nonprofit, and somehow I got under the serve. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but <laughs> I'm like, cool. I'm sure I went to downtown. You know, at that time, I'm like, man, I only go to downtown and party. I'm like, why am I? <laughs> you know, like I never been to me downtown. So I went there, and guess what? I was the only Filipino there. It was like yeah. 95% white. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yo, and I stayed mm-hmm. and I'm like, and they're, they were nice and I got involved. And so even that, like, you know, being the one of the few person of color when I was in startup San Diego, yeah, you know, like, trust me, I've been to, I've been to meetings, events, um, where I'm the only Filipino or person of color sometimes, most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and then with that, I have to be the, you know, I have to within myself be like, no, I belong here. I'm mm-hmm. here. Right. You know, I have to own it. You know, I couldn't just cower like, you know, you know, let the stereotypes like, oh, quiet Asian guy. Nope. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm an active uh, participatory, you know, like, yo, yeah. I got opinions, you know, like you're going to hear me out. Yeah, I like so, instead of saying that I don't fit in or having that mindset, of, oh, uh, yeah, no, kind of take it for that perception, right? You can't, right. you know, then what's the point of you going to those events? You know, that's why every event is like, you got, you know, as a person of color, I got to be work 10 times harder, you know, talk, talk, engage more mm-hmm. and so forth, learn more. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I am, I, you know, I stand out, I stand out. Mm-hmm. So, with that and then when i go back to um you know so when i attend um community events in the filipino community you know they're like hey jules where you been and i'm like oh in the star world and i tell them all things like yeah i met venture venture capitalist angel investor you know like you know like all these things i tell them yeah literally millions move you know millions move to companies every week like you know and i could tell it's like you know, like, yeah, it's just going over like, people's heads. <laughs> it's hard. Like, oh, yeah, AI, you know, blah, blah. Yeah, I know people, you know, like who work in AI and all the data scientists, all that stuff. Or like, yeah, I have a friend who, who co founded a company and raised 2.2 million in two years. You're like, what? You know, That's like, insane. but you know, like, and I realized, wow. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm in this point, it's like, to me, that become does become natural in mm-hmm. essence in regards to my surrounding and being start to But when I take that and explain that into you know the community and community organizing space, you know, not able to connect hard. the dots. It's I could tell it's hard for them to phantom. Yeah, you know, it's like what do you mean you meet someone who has lots of money, an investor, but. They're dressed like in sweatpants and they're chill. And I'm just talking about workout. We're not even talking about like money. We're talking about just like, you know, right. like everyday, you know, just everyday folk stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, just how, uh, you know, they're cool. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you know, I met people. So I'm just, so that's the interesting part. But then I'm like, I realize, you know, like because of that, you know, I'm being mm-hmm. un- like, you know, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable 
like realizing like oh personal color like i'm always kind of be aware like okay you know in that space but at the same time the the benefit is i'm learning so much how things work you know like like because in respects you know like i never learned this in my filter community you know yeah like this high level stuff and like even the details how work taxes all that stuff you know mm -hmm. i'm just like dang like so so I'm getting all this good game, you know, but it's kind of lonely. It's kind of like, man, I wish there was other people like me. There yeah. are there are Filipinos, but it's not like we're a lot. <laughs> right, you know? right. But yeah. or, or you can bring it back to your community because there's so much that you're taking out of it that you feel that your community is missing out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, you know, when I told you about like, hey, how you make money? Yo, mm -hmm. that's straight legit. And I get it now. Like, because mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, you want to be driven by passion, but like, you don't want to get paid then what's the point of your organization existing right. it's going to come down eventually if you own how you make money i mean it's it, i mean it's kind of common sense if you think about it but you know mm -hmm. it's one of those things like uh philippine culture is really risk averse you know mm -hmm. it's really risk averse like you know entrepreneurship especially tech you know yeah. like you know like it's the long game like i don't expect to be like uh be a millionaire anytime soon it's gonna take years you know mm -hmm. before we even see profit you know yeah. that, i mean that's how it is in star world like right you know right. <laughs> you know it's not it's a thing it's like oh our you know our our product comes out and next thing you know we're millionaires overnight no that does not happen that way yeah years you know there's that there's that human expectation to where you get or you hear someone getting into a new passion, a new hobby, or even a new job. And it's like, okay, cool. So how are you going to make money? What does success look like? What's your pension? Do you have insurance? Oh, right. Yeah. So there's always yeah. that expectation, but IRA Roth, at least. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so what, <Which> I do. <laughs> that's good. And that's you know good. What <laughs> when it comes to the concept of just being uncomfortable because it's it's such a scary thing for a lot of people right but why is that good why is being uncomfortable good for you it sounds like you had to be uncomfortable to bypass the fact that you were the only filipino american in a very um one race type of conference for you to have that voice and for them to hear that you actually had good concepts and ideas. Yeah. But when it comes to just being uncomfortable, like why would that be good for someone that is always kind of shying away from just being uncomfortable? Yeah. Cause it, it really challenged yourself. You know, it, it really focused on the, on the, it's like a value assessment, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, here's what I was taught and so forth and things I believe in. And you're putting an environment where, wow, like that's Tessa's like, it's a different, it's a lot of spectrum. You get challenged, you get tested, and you, it gets confirmed. Mm -hmm. You know, right, right. I like that. And you, as a person, me, person, what do I do with that? You know, like, no, you're wrong. But what? You know, sort of, and she's like, oh wow, I never thought about that. Let me add that to you know, or like, wow, you made it better, like made more clear, so forth, or mm -hmm. be like, man, I'm so glad, you know, like. Like, wow, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing right. You know, like someone, especially who doesn't look like me, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, like another culture, like, wow, that's, that's so cool. Like mm -hmm. the value aligns there. Yeah. So, and also it put, it, it pushes me because like, you know, you go to a new environment, you know, different way of thinking and so forth. Like, 
it's just amazing. Like, you know, learn about tax investing, you know, like all these stuff, like, you know, I, I wasn't taught, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm, I'm learning and I people I can ask questions to and be straight up. Just, it's just amazing. So it's me also challenging myself to like, how can I be better? Like, as you mentioned, yeah, I'm always learning. So it's like, I'm always asking questions like, oh, what's going on? How does this work? Or like, you know, can you intro me so I can learn? Mm-hmm. and so forth so it's so yeah it's really being uncomfortable but I, I took it as a sense of challenging myself and just improving myself mm-hmm. you know because the person I was before was like man I I knew what I knew back then um, compared to what I knew now how things mm-hmm. work it's crazy you know and, and yeah. so forth. so yeah so I take that aspect to like how to better myself right Let's talk about your concept you had brought up because I, I like that. The testing or no, it's the challenging testing, then confirming. Am I correct? Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about that concept because that's that's my first time hearing about it and really kind of thinking about that pathway. So when it comes to the challenge, obviously, it, it, it's it's what you're trying to do, yeah. right? Or what the goal is. But I think the area where others maybe don't even try to do whatever they were trying to do is because they don't want to be tested. So there's a pot, there's a hard pause there to where they either just run away from it or they go through with it without all the necessary tools and resources, then they fail and then they don't want to do it ever again. So can you elaborate a little bit more on how you get past that whole testing phase? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and again, myself. In this, in the startup world, there's this notion that we believe that, you know, um, two things. There's two two things. You know, we primarily uh, believe: mm-hmm. build a plane while falling off the cliff, and ce- celebrating fail fast, learn fast. Mm-hmm. Filipino culture, no, right. <laughs> super hard no yeah <laughs> no no that is, you know like like that's crazy talk right 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 but wow i love it like um so when i shut down my my nonprofit, mm-hmm. it was a personal professional blow for me you know mm-hmm. i didn't know how to take that like because you know i i put all my one basket i'm you know told the community you know and you know like me shutting it down being responsible it was a personal blow. Like I kept low key for like two, like 2016, like for two years. Like, wow. Cause I was like, personally, I was like, yo, I don't want to do anything. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I used to label myself as failure. Like mm-hmm. motivation was shot. I just work, you know, like I just work, <laughs> you yeah. know, like I didn't create anything. Like I was, I was, it wasn't depression. It was just more like, a destruction of my my professional ego i i like to believe and i'm mm-hmm. just like well i'm not gonna do anything you know i'm gonna do um high school conference workshop when just just once you know mm-hmm. so yeah and then um being star bro like they really helped me like no like well you feel like what did you do now what did you learn and i'm like oh yeah. well, I mean, you know i learned a lot like you know and i realized wow I took those, so being in Star World and, you know, um, it really helped me in regards to accepting my failure, realizing it wasn't the end all be all, that I could start anew. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I even when I got to consulting, I had friends in in the startup that in the startup community to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then so with that, I, I I really learned what I need to do. Like, okay, focus on the the money aspect in regards to like how I get paid and you know how all that stuff, bank and taxes, how that work. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it became better. Like it's it's awesome because I that was I was lacking. Like and so it, it was just amazing. So just um so being in so learning about that yeah aspect too and 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 celebrating my failures now, you know, mm. and not letting it define me or being a scar, mm-hmm. you know, turning it into you know, turn something I consider poison to medicine, mm-hmm. accepting it and be like. Cool. Like now with my venture with Dipster being co- co-founder, it was like we're building this plane. Like you know, like we own. It's it's awesome. I I I love the rush. I love the like like the ingenuity, the flexibility. Like okay, mm-hmm. you know what's going on. Like you know how's how's the development. You know like yeah. So it's one of those things where um, I'm glad because I venture out because I got uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know. I was able to help define like I still have it. You know, I was like, I'm so scrap, I'm so scrappy. I, you know, like I created a leisure program. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I've been created and I, I was like, dang, I have not created a leisure program in years, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I and you know, I I got I got financially compensated for it. And I, you know, it was through was called, you know, it was through a local college and it was amazing. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, so I really took the lessons from failure mm-hmm. because of what just being in the startup community. Yeah. Yeah. You took the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Uh, but you also self analyzed that. So that way you didn't have this false uh, perception in your mind that you were just going to be successful right from the jump. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And it, oh, yeah. You embrace your failures and you turn that into positives so that way you can move forward. Sounds yeah. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And understanding too, like, you know, instead of like, hey, we're not going to be quick, quick, rich. It's going to be long. It's going to be hard. But the payoff mm-hmm. later on, including learning about, you know, good, good, you know, getting into investing, you know, just mm-hmm. like I realize it's about the long game too, you know. Mm-hmm. Because back then, no, like what you said, here and now, here and now. Quick and easy. Quick and, easy. and I realized, no, like, no, it's about the long game. It's about the growth right. aspect later, you know? The process, the, the process yeah. that comes with it. Yeah. No, that's very important. And you know what? There's this uncomfortability that comes with change. Mm, yes. And and even for myself, I'm not good with change at times, but there's a lot of different ways that I have to sort of analyze it and and perceive what success is going to look like without even knowing everything. Uh, and, and, and it comes so common uh, in just life, right? So how, why do you think change is uncomfortable? I think it's human nature first, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, we, 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 I think, I, I think human nature, like we like to be where we're at because mm-hmm. where we're at right now, it's considered safe or like I'm used to, I can control the here and now, Yeah, like whatever situation, good or bad, at least, you know, yeah. 
to get out of mindset, it's mental, physical, external work. Mm. You know, to change is not like, cool, I'm going to think change is going to happen. No, it's a yeah. like it needs to be reverberate through everything, your body mm. and your surrounding. Mm-hmm. So you're basically manipulating your whole your your whole reality. Yeah. Change. And that's really powerful. Um, I think it's a lot of willpower and it can go gradual to like, boom, let's, you know, let's do, let's do something. So mm-hmm. I, I think it, it, it's a lot. I, sometimes it takes um, external factors, you mm-hmm. know, to happen, you know, like support that, it, you know, so, so some force. So yeah, I, I, I really think it, cause bottom line is that person, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they want to, they make, they want to have to change. Even if an external factor does happen, mm-hmm. change starts with a person to mm-hmm. decide yes, to say yes. Yeah. How do you think those individuals can be supported with accepting change? Because others may take it, you know, quick and easy, like, okay, this is how it is. Let's, let's go with it. And others may be a little bit drawn back because, They've had so many years of just being used to the same thing. And then something was thrown, a wrench was thrown into, you know, mm-hmm. the normal process of yeah. how their life was being ran. And they're like, whoa, they're a little shook. Yeah. So how do you, what are your tips on best aligning those individuals with adapting to that whole change? Yeah. So first off, don't put due date. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is seriously, because right now it's, it's an ideological change, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which means belief change. And that does not have, you know, a set end date. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. really patient to oneself to be like, first thing I, I would applaud a person to why I made that change and understand it's gradual. It may take years. Mm-hmm. You know, but to me, it's like, our, you know, as long as there's incremental improvements. Right. I think that's really powerful. Like, ideally, everyone, you know, we want, it's funny. We want that person to change, but that person's like, no, I, I you know, it's like, it's a slow yeah. pop for me. But for externally, it's like, no, we want them right now. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like, okay, we all been in a situation, either us or uh, our friend saying, you change. Yeah, blah, 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 change, right? Yeah, I remember someone said that a former student said that about you know, group, group friends, and I realized you know, and I told and I told her, like, what's called, did your perception, you know, the perception of that person that you want them to be change, you know, compared to you know, like how they really were, right? Your yeah, idea of them, like, did you, did you say that because you want them to, to stay the same person that you're used to? Ah. compared to the person that they need to be mm-hmm. there's a clear difference like mm-hmm. you know like you know because there's a you know i know there's some people who haven't seen me in years so i know when i meet with them i'm always worried like it's an old film you know like they're seeing me yeah. you know? like yeah. like yeah. the image like like they'll understand why I've been through so forth or having like engaged with me. So, right. you know, it's kind of like, I know I'm, I'm the 27, 
2017 jewelers or the you know 2006 jewelers. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're operating for what they last know and interact with you. You know, right. yeah, you see your social media, but that doesn't mean like you know, like oh, I'm gonna treat them like. And to me, I think that's I mean this human nature, like mm-hmm. yeah, right. Even, but so that's why I'm always like really worried. Like I try, I you know I really try to be conscious when I see someone to treat them to here and now and not do the hey back in the day stuff you know like nah like yeah. i just want to like where you at right now because you know like i know i changed as a person so yeah i think uh change too i think people need to be really careful like if someone changes like like when you say that you know like they change like because of perception that you you want them to be because mm-hmm. you you'd like them but are you yeah. sure you like how they were are you sure that's how they like the to be perceived you know yeah like yeah. you know so i always find that fascinating as a sociologist you know right yeah because everyone has a different type of upbringing as well and and if they're so used to one image of a thing or a person or an environment then any little bit that kind of throws a wrench in how they're they're used to seeing that starts being challenged and questioned right and or tested yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if I'm hearing this correctly, it's just the matter of really embracing that change is going to happen. It really just comes down to the person yeah. and how they formulate that change in a positive way or positive yeah. manner to move forward. Because it's going to happen. There's yeah. things that are out of our control. I think CB said this best, you know, just really thinking about what is in your control and what isn't in your yeah. control. Yeah, and, right, and about the worst thing that can happen, the best thing that can happen, and maybe that in between where a lot of us humans are kind of just in that we're in that in between. Yeah, right. Yeah, unless we you actually know, are the shot callers that are making yeah. the change. Yeah, what's called um, it's like my leadership coach said. Uh, it's called liminal space. Mm-hmm. It's a space where the old you and the new you. And you're right there. You're in mm-hmm. that. You're in that precipice. You're in mm-hmm. that edge, like of the old and new you. Right. Oh, so it's so. And you have to decide. You know, like, do you want me to jump? So it's called liminal space. Ah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. How does someone get through that liminal space? Ooh, that that is a good question. It's tough because it's uncomfortable. You're, you know, I like to, you know when my my leadership coach mm-hmm. uh brought that concept to us especially to me mm-hmm. i felt like wow it's it's it, you know it could be viewed as two grinding polar opposites right and you're just right. caught in the middle yeah but then again that's you know it's like you want me, do you do you want to see it that way or just a, this unique space where you allow both to to converge mm-hmm. to you right and the best thing she taught me and is what's called is you look at the past, right? The person you were, you honor what served you. Mm-hmm. You, you, th- you thank it and you say, thank you. I'm moving on. Mm. You know, it's really honoring saying, thank you. You have served me together, uh-huh. but I no longer need you. Mm-hmm. And so then, is, the concept is to move forward then. Yeah, the concept. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The liminal space is is just that state in between. Okay. And it can be uncomforting. Like, 
hey, yo, because like, what am I like? What's going on? You know, right. you I don't want to let go. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get rid then, of those traits. Yeah, yeah, but then again, like, yo, this is dope. Like, you know, yeah. you know this, this new news is dope. But it's like, yo, so yeah, you know, so you're caught in that. But then it's the ability. It's the ability to be like, you know, like it's really forgiving yourself and also accepting yourself too on both mm-hmm. ends. You know, so. I thought it was a friction. And I'm like, no, it's not mm-hmm. a friction of two things. You know, it, it's just a space in between. It's not meant to be a space, you know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just, and for me to, um, and, you know, like I said, honor that, just kind of like honor what that one was mm-hmm. and to to greet and accept, embrace this new. And guess what? It's a process that's gonna repeat itself because I realized, this is not the final one, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, wow, no. Cause you know, as people, we are gradually evolving and changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that willpower that you had brought up earlier that is a big factor in a lot of this being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? And to uh, your concept of where you once were to the liminal phase to where you are going to be after, uh, what are some best tips to progress forward without taking in negative traits mm. from your past? Ooh, 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 ooh. I like to meditate, you know, like mm-hmm. that's five minutes, just, just get recentered. Likewise. Yeah. You know? Journaling helps. So journaling and regard, and I call it, it's called free, uh, it's called free writing. Just write. It may right. be weird because like, you're like, just, we're just, just keep writing. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, the mind starts to organize something, right? You're like, mm-hmm. okay, blah, blah. And at the very bottom, like, whoa, it's some, you know, something com- comes out, you know, some, mm-hmm. something that's the subconscious decided to be like, yo, my turn. Mm-hmm. And you just write some of the realest thing, like the most private thing that you would like, you know you want to confide with yourself um yeah. i know for me like when i did that as part of um, a leadership program i did two, two years ago i wrote statements i wrote statements like boom at the, like the back page like a statement mm-hmm. and i just put my pen down and i cried because wow. it was like whoa wow that's how i really you know felt yeah and i was like who and then i cried and then went to my car and just drove around because I'm like, I need some air. I don't care yeah. if it's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, ooh, because I was like, but it was like something relieving, like, whoa. So, and with that, so I, I really, I really believe journaling helps and mm-hmm. really just be conscious, like, like what little steps can I make to make those change, you know? Yeah. It's hard, you know? But yeah. and, and and generally come in, can come in a lot of different other phases like you you physically write I yeah, I yeah. write on my phone I, mm-hmm. I'm an avid notes guy on my phone um so I I do journaling like that myself too there's a lot of different apps that you can download as well oh, yeah. that can have apps that you can be uh kind of documenting and be gra- uh have gratitude towards yeah. so that's good but um yeah I mean that that whole concept of just looking back at yourself, I mean, that's a great tool. That's really a great tool for someone to just accept that, that new you moving forward. Because if you don't have that 
foundation that you've built for yourself with who you once were, how are you going to be successful if it, yeah. with this new person, right? Yeah. yeah. And then also I have mentors. Mm-hmm. Like I know like I have like, I have mentors who I annually check in mm. for the purpose of how am I doing? Here are my right. goals. How, how am I? Am I a douche? Am I like, am I so chill? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like, yo, just lay it on me, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be, just be real. Like, how am yeah. I doing? You know, right. like, oh, like, uh, yo, like I'm open up. Like, how am I? Yeah. As a yeah. person and everything, you know? So I, I do those like quarterly thing, uh, check-ins, you know, those yeah. are very private. I don't document them. Just mm-hmm. like, and just have that real talk. Like, yo, dude, like, how am I <laughs> you yeah. know, seeing, you yeah. know, hearing and everything like how am I, I just want you to check in like temperature check, you know, yeah. I trust. No, know? absolutely. That that's important. I mean, others may look to therapy and, and sometimes like when therapy yeah. is brought yeah. up into conversation, it's like, yeah. Oh, something's going on with you. Like, no, it's not, you know, like therapy yeah. is good because you get to talk to yeah. somebody yeah. maybe outside of your circle yeah. who will not be judgmental with things that you mm-hmm. probably fear of saying to your loved ones or your friends and you're able to get that pulse check of you know whether or not i'm on a good track with yeah. myself yeah. so that's good so yeah, yeah. so like um you know the two main things i do journaling and then you know and then everything else i'm just trying to be conscious you know like how am i doing like mm-hmm. you know just like yeah everything else just coming to try to be conscientious yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot of things that we had talked about today in terms of uh, the significance of just mastering getting uncomfortable, right? Yeah. If you were to sum things up with with the most key important things that we had just to c- discussed today, I mean, some of it is like willpower, uh, you know, the the liminal phase and accepting the new. Um, how would you sum that up for our listeners right now with your expertise on how they can embrace getting comfortable being uncomfortable? Yeah. So as mentioned, it's based. So what, what I will recommend is it's an opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. you know, and as mentioned, you know, when you go, when you, when you become in those environment, whatever environment it is, and you feel uncomfortable, I want to, I want you to really explore that mm-hmm. and understand why am I being uncomfortable and to use it to either like, you know, again, test, you know, test what you're feeling, mm-hmm. enforce what you're feeling or validating what you're feeling and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, like, like really explore why are you, why are you uncomfortable, you know? Like and do the you know, self-analysis. And, yeah, but also use it for growth and use that for growth. What, whatever you feel, both either if it's negative or positive, you know, try to try to see how can I be a better person in this situation, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like, there's already there's already some form of interest if they're getting their self in that situation in the first place. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, how can you use it for growth? Like I am, you know, either like the only person of color in this space or like mm-hmm. um, I'm a person of a different industry mm-hmm. and so, or I'm in a new country or something. It's kind of like um, really explore why am I feeling uncomfortable, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of like, okay, you know, like really explore that, you know, you know, in the spectrum 
but also like negative and positive, but also realize, try to, how can I make this, how can I be, you know, use this strength in my willpower if it's negative, like, mm-hmm. no, I'm here, right? <laughs> if you're yeah. there, like, you're, as you mentioned, like, there, there's something that brought you there, like, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, there's, it's so, the willpower to accept exploration. So, yeah, so, so, so in that negative aspect, lean to that, you know, you have that willpower to mm-hmm. drive there, be transported there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just like and use it, you know, and because yeah. I think you'll be a better person because yeah. positive is easy, right? It's like, all right, great. But like, you know, I think the uncomfortable part needs to be explored and understand mm-hmm. that you're right. Even the most basic is the willpower, you yeah. know, which is up to be applauded. Yeah. And, and accepting the fact that there could be failure, right? And oh, and that- oh all the time that light isn't always going to be as bright at the end of the tunnel. There's going to be some digging that you're going to have to get through to really find the light that you're looking for. And um, the exploration part is is what I think the most important thing is, at least when we're in that phase. Mm -hmm. Right. So no, absolutely. A lot of great stuff there, Julius. Yeah. Thank you, Mikey. You know, yeah. Hey, I appreciate you for jumping on this podcast and really dissecting um, that concept uh, with what we had discussed today around getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And um, thank you. Thank you for your expertise. It's nice to chat with you again yeah. and, and, and connect. Yeah. Uh, where can our listeners or people viewing this on YouTube find your, your plugs for your startup or just maybe your social sites? Yeah, I mean, my social sites is um, my Instagram is Julius Alejandro EP. You know, and then um, I'm very active at, uh, on LinkedIn, Julius Alejandro, comma, M dot S dot, Julius, you know, Julius Alejandro MS. And yeah, just, um, yeah, that's where you can see some of the events that I'm promoting, some of the mm-hmm. students um, I'm mentoring and so forth. And yeah, just kind of things. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, Julius, I really appreciate your time. Thank you again for jumping on this podcast. For all my listeners, if you are watching this on YouTube, uh, if you like it, go ahead and subscribe. I'm not asking everyone to do so, but if you are listening in and you feel like you're finding value in what we're discussing here, make sure you share with others. And same thing goes for the podcast. You can find this on all platforms where you listen to your podcasts. I really appreciate everyone for listening or watching in. Julius, we're going to connect soon in the future. I appreciate your time. This is Making Moves with Mikey. This is Mikey Messina, and you got Julius here on the other end, and I hope everyone has a great day. Peace. Peace.